Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And what a great week. It's beautiful outside, right? It is. You know, we are so lucky. It's been hot. I know. Everywhere. And hot to us is like 75, 80. Right, right. We're spoiled. And it's over 100, 110 different places. Just crazy. Right? We don't do that weather. No. Thanks to all of our <laughs> wonderful sponsors and our wonderful listeners. Thank you so, so much. Um, Sugarbug Dental is going to be on. They are so awesome. They did Parker's braces. She's here in studio. She's going to be talking about it in a couple minutes. And she has her retainers on today and her glow-in-the-dark purple retainers. And so, anyway, thanks so much to all of our sponsors and listeners. How was your week? I know you're going to say crazy. Actually, it wasn't too crazy, Ooh, but okay. I did take a couple new listings. Okay. Um, I have us. 860 Coronado in Santa Paula. Mm-hmm. They are the beautiful uh, Ridgeview properties above Santa Paula Hospital. Like Kevitz Heights, right? Yep. Kevitz Heights, yeah, it's just gorgeous up there. There's mountain views from every window in that house. Right. Uh, it has a very long driveway up to the house, so it's very private. It actually sits behind all the other houses. And um, it's a four-bedroom, three-bath, two-story completely remodeled it is absolutely stunning gorgeous yeah and listed that for 775 and that area is very very safe as far as fires go because they take preventative measures and i know they pay extra there's like some sort of fee they pay almost like a mellow roost but it's not as expensive but it, it covers all the preventative services for fires so they're very safe up there well and what they do is the association so there's a small association it's like 151 dollars a month and the association takes the responsibility of clearing the brush. Right. It's great. And so they come and trim all of the brush. They uh, knock all of the weeds down uh, in places behind all of the houses. Mm-hmm. And um, and then they maintain all of the common area. It's a nice area. I've sold it several really up there. It really is. Very, very nice. I have 225 Cinnamon Oak. We did a price improvement down from 720 to 699 That's gorgeous. Four bedroom, three baths, some upgrades, um, wood floors, and the landscaping in the back and front yard is really, really pretty. Um, it's going to be open today and tomorrow from 1 to 4. That's in the moderate income development of Country Groves. And um, so you can't make too much to qualify in there. And then there's a cap on what you can sell it for. But the good news, that program expires in two years. So get in there, four-bedroom, three-bath in Ventura for under $700,000. We won't be saying that much longer, and especially in two years. When that cap is lifted, those are going to go you know, way up in price. So it's a great opportunity. It is open today, 1 to 4, and tomorrow, 1 to 4. So Awesome. Very good. I also took 5599 Hunter. It's a four-bedroom, three-bath, one-story. It's a corner lot. And every single surface has been touched. So brand new kitchen. It is beautiful. All the hardwood floors are completely redone and beautiful. Crown molding, recessed lighting. Uh, There's a basketball court in the backyard. Uh, There's a little dollhouse in the backyard that he built for his daughter, which is just adorable. Uh, He actually built that dollhouse to her specifications when she was about six years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, It has RV parking. Uh, It has... Uh, a separate little parking for uh, a boat or uh, a trailer that you need to unload things to the backyard. He made that special as well. He's really customized that house, and that is a beautiful, beautiful home. It's 1.125. Is that open this weekend? It is not open this weekend. Uh, he is celebrating birthdays and things like that this weekend. But 
Um, it is an absolutely gorgeous house. I can make an appointment to get anyone that wants to see it get in. Very good. And I have lots of buyers, cash buyers right now, well-qualified buyers. I'm looking for investment properties. I'm still looking for a River Park condo. Um, the woman is very, very specific what she wants, four bedroom, three baths. We'd like one of those, um, you know, adjoining like apartment almost kind of over there in River Park. So you, I'm sure you have tons of buyers too. Well, and those one, those properties over at River Park are great for Airbnbs. They can rent that little uh, unit out uh, and I see lots of people doing that I actually really? have a client that does that okay. so those are very very popular so I don't know if that's going to come up and and be available anytime soon right. but I will say the market is changing a little bit we are seeing more inventory on the market uh, we are seeing um, prices are up obviously uh, interest rates went back down again this week um, 2.77 so refis are starting to gear up again and um, this market is starting to become a little bit more normal instead of everything over full price we're still seeing multiple offers but not a hundred thousand over full price we're seeing right, like twenty thousand over full price or, or list price or list price yeah. yeah that's what I'm seeing you know just right at list yeah which is it's kind of refreshing because before it was almost it was crazy well and it's hard to tell our buyers especially when they go to full list price that they're beat out by 20 other it's almost insulting and some people just you're turned off and they just don't want to shop right and I have several people who just they're going to rent for a year because they can't compete you know right so but it does make it for great for sellers and if you are thinking of selling your home you haven't missed the window yet uh, but it is time to put it on the market if you are thinking about doing that absolutely yes so we have a great show lined up for you guys today. I'm so excited to have all of our guests with us. Uh, Dr. Nemba is with Sugarbug Dental, and he is going to be talking about the process of braces. It's amazing. He's Parker's orthodontist, and we followed it from start to finish. It feels like just yesterday she was, you know, in there in the chair getting her, you know, teeth checked out. Braces on, braces off, retainer on. He's amazing. He's so soft with the people in there, and what they do, it's amazing. And so here she is in studio. She'll be talking to us, too, about the experience um, because I think it was a lot of fun for her. I remember growing up, I didn't want braces. Cause I didn't they, want braces either. It well, was they horrible. scared me, and, and I thought that they were ugly and they would hurt, and it's exactly the opposite now. The kids are so excited because there's colors and they're fun, and she was sad to get them off. And um, you I know, can't imagine that. I know, I know. <laughs> and now she's excited to wear her retainer. It's, it's just a really pleasant experience, which I did not think it was going to be. And he and his staff are so professional. So we'll be hearing from him. Well, and that's really great because there's a lot of kids that are going to experience that this year. And with going back to school and not having braces and then getting braces on, that used to be a big deal. Mm -hmm. And now. It sounds like it's a fun thing no, to it's do. It's fun, yeah, for adults too, you know. And they're not the big metal. Like, remember, I used to think they put the metal around the tooth. Now it's just like a little thing on top. It's very, very nice. Very cool. And then we have Dr. Mark Lepore. He is the chief executive um, medical officer for Santa Paula Hospital and VCMC. He is going to give him give us an update on COVID. And then we have Joylin from Counting Coral. He was on last week. He's going to give us a recap and uh, tell us a little bit about how we can help him uh, in helping with that project because it's so important to keep our reefs uh, live and well throughout our world under the ocean. And then Brian Rad Radford uh, with J&L 
Wines is with us today, and he is going to tell us all about some fun things coming up in Ventura County. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. Yes, you can still move downsize to the right size, and do it all gently and, most importantly, safely, as many have throughout this pandemic with Gentle Transitions, California's moving magicians. Just give us a call at 800-619-3049. That's 800-619-3049. Or email ezmove at gentletransitions.com, and you're on your way to your new home. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we're so excited to have Dr. Nemba here with us today. He is from Sugarbug Dental, and he has taken Parker from the very beginning stages of getting braces to getting them off, and her teeth look amazing. Hi, doctor. How are you? I am doing well. How are you guys? We're great. And I have to tell you, I don't know if you could hear, I was telling Karen that the whole process was so seamless and fun. You know, I didn't, and Parker enjoyed, she didn't want to get her braces off. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, I, I hear that more and more. The kids just want to keep them on. <laughs> well, they're different. Did they used to be, when I was growing up, I swear, I thought the metal went all the way around the tooth. Is that now? Yeah, that's, that's how they used to be. Now they have these little tiny square brackets that get glued onto your teeth they have they have ceramic ones which are kind of translucent right so you can't really tell that anything's on the teeth um so they have all kinds of things now it's it's kind of like an accessory you know all the all the kids and even the adults like to accessorize so they 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 love them it was so um pleasant and fun you know and so tell us what you did with parker so with parker you know she had uh canine that was that was uh, erupted outside, so it was kind of sticking out. It's a pretty common thing. I bet most people or most listeners out there have 
seen someone with a canine, someone friends or family with a canine sticking out, and it just kind of looks like, oh, wow, you know, a canine is the really pointy one. So yeah. it's pretty apparent when it's out towards the front. And so what we did was we used the braces to make room for that canine, bring it down, and then we had Parker wear rubber bands on her braces to get the top teeth fitting in with the bottom teeth so that all the teeth fit together and that they last her for her entire adulthood. And yeah, and the whole process was fun too because she got to pick her colors and she was in and out. Like I would drop her off and like be coming in and she'd be done. It was it was fun. Parker, tell us about the experience. She's actually here in studio right now wearing her retainers that glow in oh, the dark nice. and they're purple. She hasn't taken them off, I swear, just to brush your teeth, huh? Tell us about the experience, Parker. What was it like? It was good. It was really fun. You liked it, huh? Yeah. I know growing up, Doctor, I, I was fearful of getting braces. I didn't have to, fortunately, but um, it seems like all the kids in there running around, they're having fun, they're picking their colors, and, and d- was it? Yeah, the pain's only for like a couple of days, but that's only after. And like, it's not that bad, right? No, it's not bad at all. And now you have your retainers in. How's yeah. that going? It's good. A little painful, but that's okay. And now, Doctor, you do adults as well, right? Yes, we do adults as well. We do all ages. You know, braces are not just for kids. Mm-hmm. Braces, Invisalign, clear, clear braces. They can be done at any age. Okay, good. I remember when I had my braces, they it literally chewed up the inside of my whole mouth. Yeah, that never happened. You had to with put her. that wax stuff on there, right? You don't have to do that anymore, right, doctor? Well, you, sometimes you you know it can irritate a little bit on the cheeks, but there's the wax. Um, Parker, how was your experience with it? It was good. Um, I never had to use the wax. Only when I first got them on, but that was but it. Yeah, I think much, that's right? the yeah that's the experience. You know, I. My wife just got braces, and she was telling me, like, maybe in the first day or two, she was like, oh, this is taking a while to get used to, and is this normal? And I just reassured her, yeah, it's going to go away in, like, one or two days. And then after the second day, I didn't hear anything again. You know, just you just get used to it a little bit, just having something on your teeth. It's awesome. So, Parker, tell us about the process now. How do you feel? I mean, it, it seems like it was just yesterday. How long was the process? Is it a year and a half? I, I think the I think the total treatment time was somewhere around like twenty months. Okay. So just under two years. Yeah. Is that? And common? we had estimated about two years. It's about. Yeah, two I think years. the average, you know, average case uh, is somewhere around two years. It could go two to two and a half years if it's really easy and not so so complicated. Less, you know. But that's pretty normal. Yeah. And Parker, how do you feel now? I know she was she can't stop looking at herself. Well, that's normal, right? That's what she does all the time. But all these kids. <laughs> but um, but how do you feel now? I mean, look, she's smiling. Like I know when you were smiling before, you kind of were always kind of covering your teeth. Well, yeah, but I don't know. Are you excited? Yeah, they look great. They do look really good. It just makes your face look so beautiful, more so than normal, right? <laughs> Exactly. I think the really cool thing is um, those before and after pictures. Oh, yeah. You know, the you could actually see the transformation. You could see the smile. We take pictures of the smile before and after the treatment, of the teeth before and after. Is there a way that uh, listeners can can log in anywhere and see see some of those pictures? Absolutely. Yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. They can go to girlsontheair.com, which is our website, and that's where they'll be posted. Or they can go to our Facebook, girlsontheair.com. Absolutely. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, doctor, tell us where you are, when people can come see you. Oh, yeah, well, we're at Sugarbug Orthodontics. We're over on 5th and Victoria. Uh, we're there Friday, Monday through Friday. Our phone number is 805-572-6300. And, of course, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, 
all the the online. Thank you so much. You've really changed Parker's life. I'm sure you get that a lot with kids. It must be gratifying doing what you do. Oh, it's super fun. It's super fun. Great. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for having me. Take Take care, guys. Uh All right. Well, coming up, we have Dr. Mark Lepore. He is the Chief Medical Officer for Santa Paula Hospital and VCMC, and he is going to give us a COVID update. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss that. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. We have many homes in life. The homes we live in, the homes we visit, the homes we dream about, and sometimes home, well, it's just a feeling. At Sugarbug Orthodontics, they are on the cutting edge of oral care technology. Sugarbug offers a variety of services for you and your family's orthodontic needs. Invisalign, digital x-rays, interceptive ortho, all while making you feel at home. Sugarbug Orthodontics, welcome home. Parker's getting her braces there. We will follow her progress. Give them a call, 805-985-2400. That's 805-985-2400. This is the most dangerous year for landlords in U.S. history. On January 1st, 24 new bills came into effect, putting landlords right here in Ventura in jeopardy of jail time, massive fines, and losing their homes. COVID-19 made it worse. I'm Janet with Romatic Property Management. If you haven't made massive changes to the way you treat your investment this year, we need to talk. Don't be a statistic. Schedule your consultation today at formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. That's formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KBTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell, and we have Dr. Mark Lepore with us. Hey, Dr. Mark, how are you? Good, how are you? Thanks Thanks. again for having me. Thanks for being here today. We appreciate everything you do for us. All of our updates on the crazy Delta variant. So what's happening in Ventura County, Dr.? Yeah, we'll start with the current state in Ventura. So uh, for the last week, 195 cases a day, which is up from 172 cases a day the prior week. We have 123 hospitalized, and I think I was mentioning it was in the 90s last week. There are 30 in the ICU as of the report that came out from the county of Ventura yesterday. Um, So cases are still on the rise. Um, At this point... uh, it looks like 66% of the Ventura County community members ages 12 and over are fully vaccinated, which is That's good excellent. News. Yes. That is the good news. Um, there have been reports in the papers I saw in the VC Star, total of 977 vaccinated people um, thus far this year, so since January, have tested positive for COVID in Ventura County. And there have been 51 hospitalizations out of that. So about 5% of people who have tested positive, probably many of them had symptoms, only 5% ended up in the hospital versus unvaccinated, 10 to 15% end up in the hospital. 
Um, the VC Star this week also reported that there were four patients who were vaccinated completely who, who passed away from COVID anyway. Oh so Were they older? I, they, they didn't give details on it. Um, mm-hmm. And what we've seen from other places and other data that I've heard about is a lot of folks that have compromised immune system, mm-hmm. yeah. either very much older or organ transplant recipients who take mm-hmm. medications to suppress their immune system that maybe wouldn't have responded to a vaccine as well. Um, potentially, those are the folks that despite vaccination, they're still getting sick. Um, so the, the CDC actually, this even yesterday, um, it's somewhat vague, but they're now recommending for folks who have um, immune systems that are not competent. So um, if you're a transplant recipient um, and they kind of left it vague, so there are potentially others who do not have immune systems that would potentially respond well to a vaccine, they actually are now saying that you can get a third dose. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, countrywide, actually, it sounds like over a million people have already gotten a third dose, and that's um, there's some definite controversy about that being that many people in the world haven't even gotten their first dose, don't have access to the vaccine at all yet. So wow. um, the inequity in the in the world is, is kind of uh, uh, stark when it comes to vaccination right now. Jeez. Are the testing sites still open all over Ventura County, just like they were, you know, a couple months ago? There are less of them, is my understanding, but they are still open. And the VenturaCountyRecovers.org website is going to be going to tell you exactly where and when you can get um, get checked. So they're okay. they're still around. Um, so that that's the kind of current state of where we're at in Ventura County right now. Um, I appreciated uh, Karen that you were able uh, through your website through the um, girlsontheair.com to upload one of the two memes that I kind of latched onto this week. So um, kind of a challenging week for me, particularly close to my heart, are four of um, four people that I consider friends or relatives. Um, and I will kind of uh, not say anything more than that, but um, folks that I know that have not gotten the vaccine, and it's interesting to have kind of delved in, in depth with them into their reasons for not getting it. Um, and I, I think there's many different reasons why people don't get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, my the, the two memes that I um, had texted you, texted to you, Karen, the... Yes. Um, kind of a picture is worth a thousand words. I appreciate you putting the one up on your website. It's an x-ray of somebody with uh, COVID with, who is vaccinated, who has a very clear looking chest x-ray. Um, and below it, it puts the chest x-ray of somebody who is unvaccinated um, with lung infiltrates, almost whiting out of both lungs, an endotracheal tube in it, multiple wires on top of it. Um, just the, the impact that COVID has on uh, people that are uh, that don't have vaccination um, is profound. It's, again, 10 to 15 percent of people who get COVID and are not immune from it um, will develop uh, will the need for hospitalization and then upwards of anywhere up to 2 percent of people potentially could die of COVID. The numbers may be less than that, but it's still once, the, once you get the numbers of 130,000 people a day getting infected with COVID, hospitalizations are going up everywhere, including in our county. Well, Dr. Mark, I have a question for you. Sure. What Do you think the reason people are not getting vaccinated is because they are not educated about the vaccine or they actually have some medical or religious or something 
reason for not getting it, that wouldn't be a huge percentage, I wouldn't think. So to me, it seems as if you, there's just not enough education out there about the vaccine and what it does and how it, how it helps. Is I, that, I, I do you think, think that's something that we need to work on better? It's a great question. And I think for two of the four people, um, I think they were holding off. And now that they see that the Delta variant is just becoming so much more prevalent, they're going to get it. Um, the other two have kind of deeper uh, reasons why they were choosing not to get it. Um, one of them actually had COVID and actually was hospitalized for it and had severe symptoms um, and felt that he was probably immune for that reason. Um, but actually a recent study this past week said that um, if you got COVID, recovered, and were vaccinated, your chance of getting um, actually symptomatic COVID again was two and a half times less than if you did not get vaccinated. So I, I provided him with that information and um, not sure what he's going to choose to do. But um, again, I think everybody has a, a definite personal reason, whether it's uh, that they don't think that they can get sick from it or already got it or um, want to do things in a natural way. There's, there's just very many reasons why uh, and I think everybody individually has different reasons. But what we've found is that talking to physicians, talking to nurses, talking to folks that have gotten it um, and kind of exploring those reasons has helped some folks decide to get it. Um, the, the big concern I have is the 30 to 39-year-olds. This is one of the big concerns I have. Um, also concerned about the under-12s who can't get the vaccine. But um, as far as the under-30-year-olds in this country right now, we're having 130,000 cases a day of um, COVID being diagnosed uh, over the last week. And 1,000 of those are in the uh, 30 to 39, actually hospitalizations. Sorry, uh, I'm... Um, too many figures. Significant number of hospitalizations. I'm just trying to make sure I got my numbers right, um, and I'm not sure that I do. Um, the number of hospitalizations for 30 to 39-year-olds is going up significantly. Um, it, I think it was 1,000 a day in the last week, um, and uh, I believe that's correct. And it just seems to be increasing, and those folks are getting sicker um, and even dying of it. So, What's going to be interesting, I think, is when school starts. You know, school's going to start here in the next couple of weeks. And yeah. I know, you know, Parker's starting school and, um, you know, she doesn't want to get vaccinated. I want her to get vaccinated. Um, but it's going to be interesting. They're wearing masks and stuff, but they are all right in each other's faces and, you know, eating together and whatnot. So it'll be interesting the next couple of weeks. There is a, a, yeah, there's a lot of information. The CDC updated their letter um, as did the uh, California Department of Public Health. I've been also looking into this for uh, my daughter Kennedy, uh, to figure out exactly what the best way is to keep her protected. Mm -hmm. Younger kids are less likely to get um, symptomatic and they're less likely to get really sick from it, but it, it has happened and that would be the worst thing. What they've said so far is that parents being vaccinated is probably the best way to protect your children, but still potentially testing in schools. There's, that's one way to figure out if somebody's positive and have them not be at school. If folks are sick or they feel symptomatic from something, go get a test and stay home until you're feeling better. Mm -hmm. I think universal masking inside is great. Um, but as you said, you can't mask and eat at the same time. So having folks in cafeterias spread out as much as possible, eat outside if possible. Mm -hmm. um, the CDC definitely recommends that masks are um, have to be worn in schools now. 
Um, but it's all those other things that may make the risk of passing it if somebody comes in positive um, less significant. So I, I think we're still um, at a spot with schools that were vulnerable just because none of our under 12s are vaccinated at this point. It's still not approved yet. Are they going to test at the schools or just take the temperature? Do you know? You may not know. Um, I, I think at this point it's um, temperatures county by county and state by state. Um, is how folks are rolling it out. So I, I don't think that there's been anything universal that says that all schools need to screen. Um, uh, I think they're, they're saying all schools need to mask, but then I think beyond that, there's, there's variability, which is a, a concern that I definitely have. Right. Oh, my gosh. Well, you stay safe and don't work too hard. And um, hugs to you. Yeah, Thanks thank for you for all me. you thank do, you. Dr. Mark. We love you. You guys take care. You too. Stay safe. All right. Well, coming up, we have uh, Jolyn with us. He is the owner of Counted Coral, and that is a very interesting project that he's doing. You're going to want to hear all about it, so stay tuned. I'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Worried about the impact of estate taxes, long-term health care, lawsuits, creditors, or probate on your assets and family? Interested in making sure your final wishes are followed? This is Rick Siegenfeld of Siege Law, and we are here to help you with all your asset protection, trust administration, estate and Medi-Cal planning needs. For a complimentary consult, give us a call at 805-250-1930 or email us at contact at seigelaw.com. Again, 805-250-1930. My daughter is almost a teenager, and let me tell you, Billy Clower's Dance Company in Ventura has changed our lives. Kids, put the phone down. Start dancing. Parker is taking jazz, acro, contemporary, ballet, and now competitive cheer. During the pandemic, they're dancing outside. There are classes available for boys, girls, and adults. Go to BillyClower.com, mention Girls on the Air, and get a discount. That's BillyClower.com. Get ready for an island paradise at Ventiki Lounge in Lanai. Located in beautiful downtown Ventura, Ventiki features the best in traditional cocktails, modern tiki drinks, Polynesian-inspired cuisine, and even sushi. As soon as you step onto the Lanai, you'll feel the warmth of the islands with our tiki waterfall, wahine mural flower garden, hand-carved tikis, and a fire pit for those chilly island nights. As you listen to the music of the islands, you will love our famous Kahlua pork sliders, Sabu coconut chicken, or a trio of sautéed tiger prawns atop sushi rice towers with a mango curry verblanc. And we'll always have our classic Mai Tais using the original 1944 recipe the best in town. So take a break and head down to Ventiki. We're located at 701 East Main Street on the corner of First Street and Main Street. Give us a call at 805-667-8887 or find us on the web at VentikiLoungeInLanai.com for our full menu. Ventiki, an island oasis in Ventura. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Jolynn from County, Counting Coral. Um, hey, Jolynn, how are you? 
Hey, thanks for having me back on. I'm fantastic. How are you guys? We are so excited to have you back. It is such a fascinating project that you're doing. I'd like to see if you could recap it for us, and then we'll talk about how we can support you. Yeah, quick recap. So we uh, design, build, donate, and install sculptural marine parks to organizations that are trying to save coral reefs around the world. And uh, we do that in a very unique way. We build these fantastically ornate and beautiful sculptures uh, that we can plant rare coral species on and uh, try and you know shelter them from predators and help them uh, grow and hopefully spawn and naturally propagate reef systems with coral reefs because we're losing coral reefs at a very alarming rate. That's awesome. And, and that's going to replant all of our coral reefs. Are they going to stay on those sculptures or are they going to actually be replanted back into the ocean? Actually both. So what we do is we plant these corals onto our sculptures. They grow to maturity. We let them go through four spawning cycles at minimum. Then they grow big enough that we can harvest fragments of coral, put them onto secondary nurseries, let them grow out slightly, and then put them out onto the reef for uh, reef restoration. Awesome. And so is that going to be a protected area when, you, when you're when you allowed to put your sculptures in a particular area? Is that going to be protected so that people can't uh, move them or take them or whatever the or case get, may can be? they get hurt by them? I don't know if someone, you know, plays with it or whatever. Yeah, well, we donate them toward organizations that are currently doing reef restoration work. So where we place them, um, everybody in the, in the uh, local environment and local communities know that there's restoration work going on there. So they wouldn't necessarily come with a boat and drop an anchor on it. Mm-hmm. However, it is the ocean. Stuff can happen. So we're just doing it. Uh, as the best we can of, of what we've got in front of us. And um, when we put our sculptures into the water, we have more likelihood of creating marine protected areas because we've now created revenue streams and created stakeholders in the environment so we can push those agendas to get marine protected areas or national parks. That's really fascinating. So what areas are you putting these sculptures in now? Is it like just Fiji or is it where other, what other places are they going in? Well, we're looking at Curacao, Mauritius, uh, Seychelles Islands, and Fiji and Tahiti at the moment. Those are the areas we're focusing on. We'll probably go to the Caribbean at some point, Um, but it's very complicated to get permits, uh, get permissions to do this. We have to pick these uh, locations that are suffering in terms of coral loss, but also don't have the revenues during, you know, inside the country to be able to put money into coral reef restoration. So... We're picking these areas that need our help the most. And do you get funding for that? We rely solely on public funding. We have some companies that support us and some private philanthropists, you know, larger donors. Uh, But generally, it's coming from the general population. And it's very amazing to have a community of people believe in what we're doing and support what we're doing. And we thank everybody from the bottom of our heart that contributes to our work. Uh, no one gets paid in our organization. We're all volunteers. And uh, like I say, we actually donate these sculptures to organizations. So we're passing it on. How much does a sculpture cost? Anywhere from 50000 to 100000 because they're very large installations and they're made of very expensive marine-grade stainless steel so they can last up to 200 years. So we're really looking forward to the future of coral and the future of uh, creating stakeholders with these sculptures. So they're very expensive, but they last a very long time. So they pay off in the long run 
for conservation efforts, awareness drivers, and uh, bringing in revenue for dive operations and hotels and stuff like that. So what can we do locally to help the situation? I mean, obviously we could donate money, but is there a volunteer situation that they can help maybe in building the sculptures or if somebody wanted to help you in any kind of way what could people do yeah so obviously the first thing is donate if you have five dollars ten dollars or if you want to start investment programs and then you know just donate the the earnings from your investments then that's a really wonderful thing but yes we do have internships uh, running throughout the year, and that's social media, content creators, marketing, and fundraising. And then we do have volunteer uh, opportunities to help weld the sculptures together, and we also have volunteer opportunities for divers to actually come and potentially act as rescue divers for us, because when you dive in the ocean, uh, uh, you know, you need um, companions called buddy divers. So if we have a commercial diver working, it's great to have a buddy diver there. So if there's any divers out there that, you know, want to uh, volunteer their time, if they have that luxury in their life, uh, they can come and uh, help uh, install the sculptures and be a part of that whole process. Well, well, we do have a lot of dive clubs in our area and a lot of dive shops in our area. So we do have avid divers uh, locally. Um, so maybe we can put something like that together and start a little fundraiser for you so that you can continue the work that you're doing in the world. It's really awesome. That would be amazing. Yeah, we'd love to reach out to those local communities. And a lot of our work is, um, you know, in the ocean, so we have to train for this. So it's not like we can go to a country and get local dive operators to come and help us because they've not trained in what we have to do to get these things into the water. So everywhere we go, we kind of like uh, at the mercy of what, of um, you know certifications these guys have got so we need a minimum of advanced and rescue dive certification to be able to help out that's awesome well tell everybody where they can find a website to go to so they can learn more and how they can reach you yeah that is www.countingcoral.com and if you want to go onto our instagram feed or any of the social media networks it's just at counting coral Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. <laughs> you know, we're so excited about your project. We're just like thrilled that you're on the show and bringing all this to us and telling our listeners all about it, too. I think there's a lot of passionate people about our oceans. There is. There's a lot of people out there, and we have been so um, thankful and great, grateful to all the people that are working within our community. And, you know, when, when, when you build an organization, People come and want to support you and get to know these people, and they're deeply passionate about the ocean. They're deeply passionate about conservationism, and these are very young people too, which is very surprising to me. I've got uh, 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds working as interns that have now moved into board member positions, and it's just incredible to have such young people so inspired into helping the planet. That's so awesome. Thank you so Thank much, Dylan, for us being with us today. We're going to have you back at some point so that we can keep pro on your progress of how your project's doing. That'd be wonderful. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for having me back on. No worries. Well, coming up, we have Brian Radford with us. He is from J&L Wines, and he is going to tell us all about the fun things going to go on in Ventura County. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. 
Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 015070. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market, or you need assistance in buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there, or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. We have many homes in life, the homes we live in, the homes we visit, the homes we dream about, and sometimes home, well, it's just a feeling. At Sugarbug Orthodontics, they are on the cutting edge of oral care technology. Sugarbug offers a variety of services for you and your family's orthodontic needs. Invisalign, digital x-rays, interceptive ortho, all while making you feel at home. Sugarbug Orthodontics, welcome home. Parker's getting her braces there. We will follow her progress. Give them a call, 805-985-2400. That's 805-985-2400. What doesn't kill you makes you Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Brian Radford with us. He is from J&L Wines. Welcome, Brian. We're glad to have you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having so me. So where's the of wine? No, it's oh. a little early. It's a little early. It's a little early. early. <laughs> hey, I do have some samples somewhere. in the car probably, though. <laughs> nice. So tell us about what you do. Okay, so I work for a Central Coast wine distributor based out of Paso Robles. Mm-hmm. I'm called JNL Wines. Um, I've been with them for 18 years, uh, luckily, um, through the pandemic and all. Wow. Um, I started in the wine business actually in Santa Barbara. Um, I worked for a wine store and a wine bar in Montecito called the Wine Bistro. And so I've been in the restaurant uh, retail side of it for a long time before I actually became a distributor. Um, so I work for a company based in Paso Robles. Paso Robles is one of the biggest growing wine regions in the world. Uh, We've grown so much in the past few years from 28 wineries in the late 90s to over 400 wineries now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a lot to um, see there. Mm -hmm. I service all the restaurants, wine bars, uh, retail locations in all of Ventura County. And since I grew up uh, and cut my teeth in Santa Barbara, I still have a few accounts up in Santa Barbara that they let me call on as well. Absolutely. Okay, what's your favorite type of wine? Uh, my favorite type of wine is Grenache, actually. Oh, I like Grenache, I too. I love Grenache. I love Pinot Noir as well and Syrah. 
Um, I'm not really that big into Cabernet and Chardonnay. Even I'm a those, Chardonnay. Even though those are some of the most popular varietals. Yeah. Um, I, I like I like lighter, more fruit more fruit forward wines that that are really really food versatile. Of Grenache is actually the most widely planted varietal in the world. Is that and sweet? So, um, it can be it can be fruity and sweet. It can be heavy and dark and tannic. Uh, it can it's like I said it's it's grown all over the world. So there's a wide expression of of the of the, of its uh, of its intensity. Put it yeah, that way. I've had it always. But uh, my favorite <laughs> producer is Beckman Vineyards in oh. San Ynez. Uh, they're a great producer, but also uh, I do work for John and Lorraine Albin, who own JNL Wines, and John is a great Rome producer in in Edna Valley in Arroyo Grande, okay. and he makes a, a Grenache that is really hard to get. You have to be on his mailing list to get yeah. it. So that's one of my favorite Grenaches, but that's a special Grenache for for special occasions. And everyday gr- drinking Grenache, you can get get. Um, quite quite um, widely in Ventura County, is the Beckman Estate Grenache. Mm-hmm. And that leads me to the, what we're going to talk about, the cave in Ventura Wine Company, mm-hmm. uh, where I'm going to be doing a couple events coming up. And uh, they feature be- all Beckman wines. So they have the Grenache there. They have the Cuvée Lebec, which is his everyday drinking red wine. He has a Syrah. He also has Cabernet, too. He doesn't make a Chardonnay. Um, but uh, he, he specializes in Rhone varietals. So uh, Fritz and I, Fritz was supposed to be here today. He's the cheese guy in Ventura. He is the best cheese guy ever. He, he is. He's, he's my main man. Him and I have been doing cheese and wine tastings together uh, for about four years now. We actually started doing them together at Cask Alehouse, oh, which with, is no longer around, with unfortunately, Kara. with Kara Miller. Yes. Yep. And uh, we started actually doing that, doing uh, wine and cheese tastings there as a as a fundraiser for Thomas Fire victims. Oh, nice. In 2017, we did a couple events there. And the people that came to the events liked it so much that they said, why don't you do this every month? And so we started doing it every month there. And then when COVID happened, we had to transfer over to a Zoom you know, and so we did it by Zoom oh, uh, for a long time, and then now uh, since Cask is closed, unfortunately, we're 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 over at the Cave, uh, the Ventura Wine Company. So we do chi- cheese and wine tastings there once a month. We have one coming up uh, next week, uh, the 18th on Wednesday, and uh, so we uh, we you know we're we're there once a month. We're also going to. Uh, be there for a holiday tasting, pre-holiday tasting, at the end of September, September 26th. That's um, the one we're going to. That's the one that you ladies are going to be coming to. That's oh. a big event where not only will I be there, but there will be other wine distributors there as well. It's their biggest event of the year. They do it before the holidays so you can stock up on holiday wines. Uh, usually do it in October or November, but they're doing it a little bit early this year. That's so. awesome. Brian, I hear we have someone on the phone, so I want you to put your headphones okay. on. All I right. hear we have your other half. Fritz, are you there? Oh. Yes, hey, I am. I am there, Brian. <laughs> I'm, I'm busy cutting cheese, Brian. That's awesome. Well, I'm I'm so glad to hear your voice, Fritz. It's been a long time since I've seen you. You used to go to Nace when I went there, and boy, do you oh, have wow. a selection of cheese. Yeah. I'm having an event today at uh, the Cave. and uh, Not the Cave, at uh, Four Bricks. At Four Bricks. Yeah, Over there so with Karen, yeah. Yeah, it's oversold as usual, and the one at the cave is oversold also. Yeah, uh, but it's gonna be a great experience. So next time, I I'll, if you if I don't have, I'll be too happy 
to bring the cheese, and then then Brian will be happy to bring the wine. <laughs> yes, well, we'll we'll have you back so that you can come on the show too, Fritz. I'd love to have you. Yeah, Fritz. Is, Fritz, Fritz has an event today that he is doing prep for, so he's uh, he's sold out in that event, and we are sold out actually next week, uh, um, August eighteenth at the Cave. Okay. But like we like I said, we do do it once a month. So when the when after we do the the event next week. They will set the date for the following month. Uh, you just follow them on their website, and that's how you can sign up for the events at the cave. Very not, cool. Not only for the cheese and wine tasting that we're doing coming up, but for the pre-holiday event tasting that we're co- having coming up. And how well. many people does the cave hold? I know the, it's fairly large. Yeah, no, no, the cave, for the cheese and wine events, it's actually a pretty small venue. They have a small little room called the Barrel Room. I've been there. And so it, we max out at about 27, 28 people. 29. Uh, 20, tw- 29 for that event. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we uh, we do have a, a bigger event coming up at the end of September, which I think they, they sometimes they have up to a couple hundred people because it's outside. Oh, I, nice. I do want to mention a couple other places really quick, if that's okay, that I Absolutely. do events at. Um, I go up to Santa Barbara, and one of my favorite wine stores up there is called Vino de Vino. And I'll be there next Friday, the 20th, pouring at Vino de Vino in Santa Barbara. And then I also do monthly tastings at Best Buy Market in Camarillo. Oh. Uh, they have a little wine room there. They do, yeah. Yeah, they're they're a big uh, lotto st- lotto store, but uh, I do a lot of wine events there. I'm there once a month, and I'm going to be there on the on the the 31st of this month. I'll be there um, on a Tuesday night, and then also I do events down at Lucerne, uh, uh, the uh, Italian restaurant down in Camarillo. Yes, and uh, we'll be doing an event there next month on the 16th. I'm still picking the winery and trying to find a winemaker. Once it comes to September, it's pretty busy for those guys during yeah, harvest. So I'm trying to nail somebody to come down. Uh, if not, it'll just be me. But, there you uh, go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I do events all over Santa Barbara. I'm at Grapes and Hops. I love Paradise Pantry, um, Anna Kappa Brew Company, Fluid State, Rum Fishy Vino, Aloha Steakhouse, Cafe Zach. Um, all, all the local restaurants. All of our local and, restaurants in and Ventura. The cheese guy, and the cheese guy of Ventura. And the cheese guy of Ventura. Yeah, don't forget, Fritz. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to run. Thank you very much. I hope to be uh, with you very soon. Okay, Thanks great. Thanks so Look Bye-bye. forward to hearing, hear, seeing right, Fritz. you, Fritz. So how can somebody find out about the tickets or, or where you're going to be? Is it just on Instagram? Is that what you said? Um, basically, you really need to reach out to the individual venues. Okay, so, so at the individual yeah, venues. Yeah, so, so if, you're, if I'm doing an event at the cave, you reach out to the cave. The best way to book their events is go online, or you can call Eric at the cave or Michelle, the mm-hmm. owner at the cave. Um, for Lucerne, the, the, the dinners I do down there, you just reach out to them directly. Uh, Best Buy Market, you just call them. Um, that's There's no reservations required for that one. Certain events require re- reservations, like the cheese and wine event at the Cave. Of course. Uh, the Lucerne Dinner. Uh, some of those sell out pretty quickly. Um, other events are, you know, just, just show on up and... Uh, and, and I'll be there. Um, well, and I just think there's so many people that don't know yeah. about these that if they did know about them, you would be sold out in minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I do do some of the bigger events that, unfortunately, this year are canceled. Uh, mm-hmm. Peer Under peer under the Stars. Oh, I'm a, sure. I'm a, I'm a big supporter of them. 
Um, I sell Opalo Vineyards, and Opalo's a big uh, sponsor of Peer Under the Stars. They were going to do Peer under the Peer at the Pavilion. They were going to do it at the Point Setup um, Pavilion, but I guess with every with the numbers going up these days and everything like that, that they're going to. They're going to postpone that too. So well, and it's just not big enough there to do that event. Yeah, There's yeah. so many people that support the pier. Yeah, I it's know. because it is our pier. I know, know. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I was out there yesterday watching my daughter swim around it for junior lifeguards. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> Boy, that was scary. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. Yeah. Well, Randy, tell everybody where they can find you if they have oh, a Brian. question. I'm sorry. That's okay. Brian, I'm looking. I'm looking at the word yeah, Randy. No, that's okay. That's so okay. So Brian. Yeah, if if anybody wants to reach out to me directly, you can email me at Brian B R Y A N at J A N D L Wines dot com. Brian at J A N D L Wines dot com. I'm always happy to answer any questions, wine questions. I have people reach out to me all the time looking for wines. Where can they buy it in Ventura County? Others. Uh, we've got some great wine shops. Here in Ventura, I service Ojai as well, uh, the Ojai Beverage Company up sure, there. Sure, of course. Uh, Westridge Market, Attitude Adjustment, all those places up there. We're big supporters of Ojai as well. Great. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being here today. We yeah. really appreciate well, you coming. Well, thank you for having me. I'm sorry Fritz couldn't be here, but, uh, he, but called in. Come on, he called in and come on out and see us when you can. Awesome. All right. Thank Thanks you. so much. All right. Well, coming up, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to tell you a couple things to do in Ventura County this weekend. So, This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times. And yet, home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Worried about the impact of estate taxes, long-term health care, lawsuits, creditors, or probate on your assets and family? Interested in making sure your final wishes are followed? This is Rick Siegenfeld of Siege Law, and we are here to help you with all your asset protection, trust administration, estate and Medi-Cal planning needs. For a complimentary consult, give us a call at 805-250-1930 or email us at contact at seigelaw.com. Again, 805-250-1930. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. 
Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. We have about two more minutes to tell people what is happening in and around Ventura. So what is happening? Well, you need to go to the Ventura Botanical Gardens. It is absolutely gorgeous. It's at the top of the hill behind our old government center down on Poli. It is absolutely gorgeous. We need to support that uh, that group that brings all of those plants and plants that botanical gardens. It's gorgeous. The views are gorgeous. Everything is gorgeous How about much it. How is it to get in there? I have not been there yet. Well, you can support them by a yearly membership, and I think it's $12 to get in if you go on for one day. Okay. Right? Something like that. But uh, I just encourage you to support them for a year and um, go there as often as you can. Just sit and look at the ocean and enjoy the view because we have an amazing view from that location. Right. And then Arroyo Verde Park. So I recently went to Arroyo Verde Park and there's lots of trails, lots of things to do. There's new equipment there because it did burn. And um, it's just a great place People just are walking to... walking their dogs and doing yoga. I did yoga there during the pandemic outside, you know, for a while. Beautiful park. It is a beautiful park. And so, then Wainimi Beach Festival. That's fun. It's back August 28th and 29th. Live music, great food and drinks, arts and crafts, chalk art exhibit, community booths, sand sculpture contest, and fair style carnival rides. That's from 7 or 11 to 7. Free admission, but parking is 10 bucks. So, yeah, lots of things to do, lots of things to enjoy in our beautiful community. But go to our open house today and tomorrow, 225 Cinnamon Oak, East Ventura, 1 to 4, okay? Go by, say hi, and look at this beautiful four-bedroom, three-bath in Ventura, less than 700. Everyone, have a great week, and we'll be back next week.